Hello, I am Mukesh Bansal, founder of Mintra and Cult. Welcome to Sparks. Sparks is a new podcast series I am starting, which is going to focus on the topic of exponential impact. I think exponential impact is very, very important for the world. Exponential impact is what moves the world forward. There are a lot of people who have big dreams, big ambitions, people who believe they have a lot of untapped potential, who think they can make a big positive impact to the world. They start on the impact journey. But a lot of people, when they start their impact journey, don't know what they're getting into. They start to see problems from the day one. Things don't go according to the plans. A lot of unexpected problems keep showing up. And after some time, they start to have a lot of self-doubts. They start to think that maybe it is not in me to be able to create that big impact. Maybe it's required different skill set, different training, different funding situation, or one needs to have a lot of connection, being in the know. And people start to give up. They start to become disheartened. And they believe that maybe they cannot create that impact. And that's a huge waste of human potential. I don't think it has to be that way. What we want to cover in this podcast is to really deconstruct and go deep into what does exponential impact mean? How to prepare for those journeys? How to put yourself in best possible shape so that when you do start your impact journey, you are fully prepared. What is impact? Impact is any initiative which makes the space and the world around you a lot better place. If you look at all the things we use today, most of them did not exist 20 years ago. There was no internet, there was no mobile phones, there was no social media, there was no OTT content to consume. We can shop online at Flipkart and Mintra. We can hail a ride through Ola. We can order food through Swiggy. None of these things existed even 10 years ago. In my own journey, you know, Mintra pivoted to fashion in 2011. It's been short 11 years. And today, Mintra is a household name. It's the, by far the largest fashion company in the country. Similarly, Cult Fit, which is my current business, did not exist seven years ago. We started Cult with one single center in 2016. Today, we have more than 500 centers. I can go on and on across fintech. You know, phone pay did not exist. Today, phone pay has almost 50% market share of all UPI payments in the country. Things like India Stack was just an idea 10 years ago. And today, it's powering huge number of innovations across different sectors of the country. The list is endless, but all these impact initiatives were started by people with a simple idea, some belief in themselves, and the willingness to go along on the impact journey. What is often misunderstood is that impact is never a linear process. Impact plays out over a long period of time, which is highly exponential in nature. What is exponential? Exponential is any curve which starts very slowly in the beginning, slowly starts to take off and eventually start to accelerate in a big way. Almost all impact journeys have that nature. Things tend to be very, very slow. Initially, you know, my own journey again as an entrepreneur, first 12 years, absolutely nothing happened. I worked for four different startups in Silicon Valley. I moved back to India in 2007, started Mintra. Again, not much to show for, for, for my first four years here. So over 12 years, Almost really no tangible progress, definitely no big win. But I was learning along the way. I was understanding the nature of entrepreneurship. I was learning more and more about what it takes to achieve product market fit, how to think about building right team, how to think about building right culture. So that 10, 12 years of investment was my investment into foundation, putting myself in the right position, eventually starts align and things took off in a big way in 2011. So what we want to do in this podcast series to really deconstruct, you know, what does 
impact journey mean and how can you prepare yourself for the impact journey we will go into a lot of science of creating impact things like you know how to cultivate right habits how to design your lifestyle to optimize for maximal impact how do you understand the how does willpower work so that you can stay with something for a long period of time how can you cultivate deep hyper focus about things you want to work on how can you optimize your own productivity system so that you are able to create maximum impact from the limited amount of time that all of us all of us have in last few decades behavioral psychology has come a long way we understand deeply about how human mind works what shapes our motivations our inspirations how can we channel our focus and concentration on things we really care about we will cover very deeply things like um, optimizing right learning methodology because learning is very very important there is nobody who creates a long impact large impact who is not a great learner so how can you deliberately become a very good learner what we'll also do is have very deep conversations with people who have created big impact we'll talk to impact creators in all walks of life and try to uncover their journeys you know how did they start what were their initial challenges what tools and techniques they've used looking back what are their biggest reflections you know their advice to people who want to create big impact i think impact conversations very very important in today's india india is on the cusp of taking off lot of ecosystem creation has happened in last 20 years and today the entire world spotlight is on india we are among the youngest countries in the world 60% of the population is below the age of 30 today's india is bold confident ambitious wants to do big things in that backdrop where the amount of opportunities unlimited the talent available in the country is unlimited we believe through this conversation about impact in this podcast series will not only be able to inspire a lot of people but also will be able to empower everybody who's interested in creating impact to learn about the right tools to prepare for your own impact journey so that by the time you start your impact journey you know exactly what you are getting into you feel very confident you have the right tools you have the right mental models to think about impact journey and most importantly give yourself that long term runway so that you can stay in the game long enough until you start to catch all the right lucky breaks and you can start to see the your effort start to compound into meaningful impact let me talk a bit about why i am doing this podcast what has brought me here i think it has been a long journey i grew up in a very small town haridwar in uttaranchal i grew up there in late 70s 80s i guess i'm dating myself and giving up my age but yeah doesn't matter i grew up in haridwar in 80s and it's a very small town and you have very different perspective when you grow up in small town you are kind of disconnected from the hustle bustle of big towns it was also very different in india in 80s it was most of services were provided by the government there's not much happening the pace of progress will very slow growing up you know there was not even a cable television you know we used to only watch doordarshan you know set hours and so on there is very different type of life from there on i've had lot of lucky breaks um lot of very interesting journeys have been part of and i have learned along the way met lot of interesting people along the way been able to work on significant projects and all, through all of these i have learned few things uh, i think for me it has been culmination of three very important journeys all of that has happened for me over many decades first and foremost of the journey is obviously about entrepreneurship because 
that's what I do. You know, my day job is an entrepreneur. You know, uh, it um, kind of started accidentally. Uh, I I went to IIT Kanpur. Um, somehow didn't do very well in studies, but I used to hang out a lot in the library. And during my third year, just wandering around, reading different kind of books, I came across couple of very profound books about entrepreneurship. There's this book about Sam Walton. I think the book is called Made in America. In the book, Sam Walton narrated his journey of building Walmart from scratch. He started with just a single store, I think in 50s or 60s. And uh, from there on, in his lifetime, he was able to build it into this global mega corporation, completely changing how big box retail transformed you know, how retail was done. Similarly, I came across Akio Marita's book, um, Made in Japan, where he narrated his story about building Sony. In 80s and 90s, Sony was the coolest electronic company in the world. Uh, in 80s and 90s, the most hip thing a teenager could do is to have a Sony Walkman and everyone would look at you with envy. Uh, that was Sony's creation. And uh, Akio Marita talked about, you know, how he, in the early days of the company, the Sony only used to do electronics part manufacturing. From there on, slowly, slowly, he understood the global electronics scene. He understood America as a market. He built a culture of innovation and so on. And eventually, he ended up creating this amazing organization, which was for many decades the leading electronics company in the world. Reading these stories, the initial seed of entrepreneurship was sparked in my head. I think I was in early 20s. I started very seriously thinking about that I want to be an entrepreneur. My first job was with, with a big consulting company, Deloitte Consulting in Chicago. It was late 90s. Late 90s when the dot-com boom was taking off in a very big way. Uh, all these amazing companies were coming out of Silicon Valley. They were completely changing how things were happening. Internet was going to transform the world. And we were hearing about this you know, sitting in Chicago. And I was feeling that we are being left out. I wanted to be part of that journey. I wanted to you know, go to Silicon Valley and start a company. I was 22 at the time. And so on a whim, I decided to quit my job. So we drove from Chicago to Silicon Valley and tried to start a company. But we had absolutely no clue. I had no idea what I was doing, you know. So we bounced around for five, six months. Nothing much happened during that time. And we decided to fold shop. That was my first taste of real failure and it was real you know I was absolutely completely out of money I was starting to think that maybe startups are not for me uh, but I made an important decision I decided that until I learn about uh, what it takes to build a company I'm only going to work for early stage startups so that's what I did you know from 99 till 2007 I worked for four different startups in Silicon Valley the experience was quite profound. You know, I got to see from the front lines what it takes to build a company. Three out of four companies I worked for didn't go anywhere. One had a moderate success. So I got to see failure again and again. But I also got to see how people dealt with those failures, how people were able to pivot the companies, what was the entrepreneur and investor dynamics, what was the founder dynamics. I learned a lot of things about what doesn't work, you know. Uh, Edison has famous, famously said that, um, you know, after his countless times, you know, when he was unable to inv invent electric bulb, he said, you know, it was not a failure. He learned so many different ways how it cannot be done, which eventually 
helped him get to you know um create electric bull which is obviously one of the biggest impact project of all time but going back to my silicon valley journey so for 8 years i worked with these early stage companies learned a lot about entrepreneurship in 2007 i moved back to india the reason i moved back to india is because i felt india was really ready to take off you could see lot of signs in 2000 that the growth rates are starting to accelerate there's lot of optimism in the air india was and is a very young demographic it services were starting to do well so i could see all these signs and i really believe that if i move to india now i can be part of india growth story from ground zero and fortunately that's how it turned out to be now things have been outstanding last 15 years i got to be part of two startups up close started mintra in 2007 um not much happened mintra again for 3 4 years we had to pivot multiple times lot of times it didn't look like that we'll be able to make it but finally in 2011 we were at the right place right time after we pivoted to fashion and mobile internet started to take off things really uh, took off for mintra and in due course mintra became the largest fashion retailer in the country continues to be the largest fashion retailer today in 2014 we merged with flipkart there i got to see scale at a very different level flipkart is almost five times bigger than what mintra was so you know i got to see from front lines how does a large scale hyper growth company look like in which was raising billions of dollars at that time 2016 i got to restart again when i started uh curefit with the focus on fitness there are a lot of question marks about you know whether fitness is a large category in the country or not but um, i like this category i personally huge believer in fitness so with that f- conviction we started cult today cult is by far the largest fitness company in the country we operate 600 gyms we have 100000 people who work out in cult gym every single day and these numbers are only growing so that's one more example of a reasonably large impact journey that i was part of during this journey i have worked closely with many other entrepreneurs i've invested in some companies companies like grow and skyroot have done really well where i was the first seed investor so zooming out it's been nearly 25 years i've been around entrepreneurs i have seen pretty much everything that there is to be seen in an entrepreneurial journey i've seen tons of failures i have seen lot of pivots i have seen how macro economic cycle affect the entrepreneurial journey i have seen how psychology plays a big role the dynamics among the founders uh, how building the right foundation from the culture point of view has a big impact on what happens to the organization i have seen what entrepreneurship can do and you know, entrepreneurship is changing the country as we speak second journey which has played a very big role in my understand go impact is my relationship with health i've been very active throughout my life i grew up playing sports we used to be outdoors all the time and playing whatever sports we can lay our hands on so that was life for me growing up you come back home from school after lunch you go out and play you know sometimes cricket or football or badminton or table tennis or kabaddi you name it you know i was just my life growing up was mostly about playing outdoors uh when i went to us i got into some other sports you know at some point i was part of a tennis ball cricket league if you can believe it in silicon valley you know we played in tournaments for 3 years around same time i also picked up golf at some point started playing golf obsessively but you know 
people think golf is a old person sport but i don't think so i got into golf in my 20s and had a blast i think it's very challenging game you know you are outdoors for 4 hours you have to mentally think you are physically walking you on average you walk 8 to 10 kilometers and uh, if you carrying your clubs you know it ends up being pretty you know 2000 3000 calorie outing you know so anyhow you know golf was big part of you know my way of being active around same time i also got into formal fitness it was inspired by my roommate samir at the time he now runs health card so in my 20s you know i was playing golf i was playing cricket i was going to gym regularly after 4 5 years of going to gym at some point i got into long distance running starting with 5k 10k then half marathon unfortunately never progressed beyond half marathon so that's a uh, maybe one day i'll get to scratch that itch but uh, that's on back burner for now when i moved back to india again you know first started with the formal workout but um, slowly and tried variety of things you know from i tried crossfit for a couple of years you know got some injuries uh dance is a very popular form of cult you know i now love doing dance workouts i have done yoga i've done mma boxing you name it right so bottom line you know i've been very active pretty much all my life and i think that has played a very big role in my approach towards creating impact preparing myself for that creating that long term runway for myself while i was practicing and being physically active i also developed a little more academic interest in this area i think you know, probably around when i was 30 i came across this book very interesting book by ray kurzweil it's called fantastic voyage live long enough to live forever those of you know who know ray kurzweil he is a futurist with incredible track record sometime he makes all this outlandish predictions also for example he believes by 19 sorry by 2040s we'll get to a point where we would have solved longevity to the extent where human lifespan can be increased by one year for every one year we live and what that means is people can potentially live forever i don't know whether that's going to happen or not but what i do know the science of longevity has come a long way in last 15 20 years we understand very deeply at a molecular biological level what happens and what are things we can do to potentially reverse aging so anyhow last 15 years and i've been studying everything about nutrition mental health fitness sleep all kind of devices for tracking testing that's what i also do professionally at cult while fitness is our primary focus we have done a lot of things about nutrition and other aspects of health so both personally and professionally i've learned about health and what i've realized is that sustained investment in your health plays a very big role and enabling impact on the long term we'll repeatedly argue in this podcast series that impact does not happen overnight it does not even happen one or two or three years it happen over decades now how do you sustain your energy how do you sustain your focus over a long period of time by investing in your health i can very confidently say that if i was not interested in fitness or not investing enough time in fitness i probably would not have been able to do what i have done as an entrepreneur just to give an example you know i very distinctly remember for my mentor days and those days were challenging to say the least you know uh, we'll talk about that uh, at some point in more detail but uh, some sometimes i will miss my workout for four five days in a row i'll start to feel really foggy little short tempered you know not able to think clearly at some point i'll say enough is enough you know i'll just cancel my 3 4 meetings go back home workout or probably run for 10 kilometers on a treadmill 
and come back fully charged up, refreshed. And I think in over a period of time, I realized that being able to have a clear health and fitness routine allows you that energy and focus and stamina to bring your best self to work every single day and being able to do that day after day after day start to add up. It's very stressful to try to create an impact journey. When you want to do something which is unconventional, there is no track record, perhaps you are unproven, people are not willing to take a bet on you, things don't work, nothing goes according to plan and you know it starts to get really stressful. But if you invest in your health, if you invest in your mental health, you have all the tools and wherewithal to be able to deal with these situations. So in this podcast, I want to talk a lot about what goes into enabling incredible health. I think we live in amazing times. We know so much more about health. Health tools are becoming accessible to all of us. So I'll continue to argue that creating large impact almost mandates that you take your health seriously. So many of our episodes will talk about health in a lot more detail. Another big part of my impact experience has been this obsession about productivity. The moment you start to do anything big, you run into problem of productivity. All of us have limited number of hours. There's so many different ways to do this math. The way I like to do it, imagine you're going to live for 80 years. First 20-25 years just go into learning, going through school, figuring out what you want to do. So you have about 60 years. 60 years, assuming you're going to work in your 70s and 80s, most people who will retire at 60 have only 40 years to do something. In a year, we have about 50 weeks. 50 times 40 is um, about 2,000 weeks. So that's it. You know, you have 2,000 weeks to do something. You translate a number of days. So 2,000 weeks times um, approximately 5 days a week is 10,000 days. So basically, you have 10,000 days to do whatever you want to do. Now, when you're trying to do an impact journey, you are trying to learn about some new domain. You are trying to figure out how this particular thing works. You're trying to recruit people. You're trying to raise money. You're trying to achieve product market fit. And there's incredible demand on your time. But that's not all of your life. You need to manage your health. You need to, you have your probably family obligation you need to take care of. You need to figure out a way to rejuvenate yourself. You probably have some hobbies. You may want to travel. You want to see places have good time, good experience and so on and suddenly it becomes too much. You know, it gets very frustrating. You know, I have this limited time in which to cram everything else. The other way to do this math is just focus on a day. You know, if you take care of your sleep and fitness and eating right and spending time with your family, easily 12 to 14 hours in a day will go into that and I am very strong believer it should. So that leaves 10 to 12 hours most to be able to do your work. Now, how do you do a lot of things in those 10 and 12 hours? And that's how my journey into productivity started. At some point when I started my own company, Mintra in 2007, I realized I just don't have enough hours. You know, I'm not able to, if I work 16 hours a day, everything else goes for a toss. If I make sure that I'm not compromising my fitness, I don't have enough hours to focus on my work. And it's a fledgling startup which needed a lot of attention. So I started thinking about how do other people do it? There are obviously a lot of very successful people around us who seem to manage multiple priorities, who seem to do many different things over a period of time. And I thought there must be a way to understand this and to incorporate this in one's lifestyle. 
and so i started study of productivity i think first time i formally looked into it as probably 2005 i think i started with this book and you will see i'll keep talking about books you know because i love books you can see all the books around me i think they are great source to learn about something um new and different in an accelerated manner so we'll perhaps you know we'll do one whole podcast around books but let me park that and so this book was getting things done and the first time i saw that you can approach productivity as a science you know can you know what you want to do what your goals are what you want to prioritize how do you make a to do list and so on something very basic since then i have learned lot of different things about productivity i have learned the role habits play in productivity the role mindset play how can you be very efficient about learning if you want to create big impact you need to keep learning learning requires time learning requires focus learning requires becoming good at learning itself so i have looked into that i have experimented on myself i have shared what i have learned with lot of people around me a uh, lot of outstanding literature has come around the area of productivity in last 10 15 years i think i voraciously consume anything that comes about productivity i obviously not solved for it now i'm trying to make space for this podcast which is yet more demand on my time and i really don't want to compromise anything that's important in my life so productivity is this never ending quest to figure out how can we be more efficient i have seen time and again you know there is a lot of wastage happens especially in corporate life you know anyone who goes to large companies used to all these meetings that fill up your calendar especially in a la- you know big organization or if you are in a mid management or senior management role you have all these meetings but when you step back and reflect on did you really achieve anything meaningful in the day or in a week in a month lot of time the answer is no where is all this time going the time is getting wasted on frivolous repetitive things so thinking about productivity is very very important for anyone who wants to create big impact and we are going to talk about productivity very systematically i think today there are so many different tools in fact we are spoiled for choice everyone does not need to use all the tools but we can be aware of what those tools are we can judiciously pick those tools there is whole concept of lifestyle design the idea of lifestyle design is that uh, my whole life is going to play out in a week over 168 hours four weeks on average in a month how do you want to design my life to be most efficient and authentic about what i'm trying to do as you start to commit yourself on any impact journey understanding and intelligently designing your productivity system is very very important so these three different journey that have been part of my life for all over multiple decades you know uh, being around entrepreneurial environment practicing and learning about health and fitness and experimenting with various productivity methods is what i'm going to talk about in this podcast again and again i've also tried to translate you know these some of these things in my two books i talked about productivity in my first book no limits art and science of high performance where i had summarized everything i know about productivity or i guess i knew at that time which was you know 3 years ago i have learned few more things since then we'll talk about all of that you know as we make progress with this podcast similarly i've tried to summarize everything i know about health in my second book hacking health which was recently published at some point we'll do a deep dive into health in fact health itself is a very broad topic you know fitness diet mental health immunity longevity and we'll talk about all these topics in lot of detail so we are able to do justice to science of these areas and able to translate these into tools that you can use
So for me, this combination of entrepreneurship, productivity and health is how, is what has inspired me and motivated me to embark on journey of creating this podcast. As we talk about impact journeys in more detail, we'll realize that there are some fundamental concepts which are part of almost all impact journeys. One of the key aspects of impact journey is this idea of building a strong foundation. This idea is beautifully illustrated by the story of this Chinese bamboo tree. I read about this story in this uh, really good book, Atomic Habits. You should definitely check out that book. We'll talk about habit in a lot more detail later. But this particular tree, the way it works is that when you plant the tree, nothing really happens in first few years. After a tree is planted, the stem is only about a foot outside the ground and it keeps growing its roots beneath the ground. In fact, it keeps growing its roots year after year until the roots reach very deep in the soil where the plant has access to nutrients which are buried 10, 15, 20 feet down the soil. But when you wash this from outside, there's really nothing going on. The stem continues to be only about a foot tall. And anyone watching from a distance will probably give up on this tree. That's going to use less tree. Nothing's going to come out of it. But after 15 years, the plant is ready. The roots are very deep, very strong, has access to a lot of rich sources of nutrients. And that's when the plants take off. And it grows so rapidly that it sometimes grows as much as one inch every day, over 50 feet in a year. If you come back year 16, you'll be shocked to see this one foot tall bamboo tree has now become 50 foot tall, very strong, sturdy bamboo tree. That's the power of building a strong foundation. A lot of things in the exponential impact journey looks exactly like that. You have to keep working on building strong foundation, going through school, college, uh, working someplace for a long period of time. In my case, I worked for startups in Silicon Valley for eight years. That was my foundational year where none of these startups were uh, immensely successful, but I learned a lot about startup journeys. I learned a lot about all the ups and downs that startup goes through. So that eventually when I started, almost nothing will surprise me. We faced a lot of problems in early years of Mintra, but I was always able to relate it to something else that I, I had already seen in my startup years in Silicon Valley. So that's the power of building strong foundation. Eventually, when you're ready to perform on a big stage, everything comes together. You have the strength, stamina, knowledge, wherewithal to last the journey and really bring your best self to work in whatever impact journey you eventually decide to pursue. You have to focus on a few things, develop very deep roots, keep nurturing it over a period of time. For me, I'm finally able to do something in entrepreneurship, but it has been 25 years I've been around entrepreneurship looking at new ideas, working with entrepreneurs, and over a period of time, a certain depth of understanding and perspective has built up. So you have to think about what are the areas you want to build strong foundation. Foundation will take long period of time. That's why people say that behind every overnight success, there is 10 plus years of hard work, blood, sweat, and toil. Another very important area of preparing for an impact journey is to learn how to step out of your comfort zone. This podcast for me is a big step in stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm not very comfortable in front of camera. I'm still figuring out how can I look into camera and just be myself and have a natural conversation. It's going to be a journey, but uh, I'm putting myself out there. I'm trying to learn what are the fundamentals. How do people who perform in front of camera, 
how do they prepare i've come across some very interesting drills i can't perform those on cameras but rest assured i am trying some of those drills you know uh and we'll see in time you know what impact that has but the whole point is you know i believe through this podcast i can inspire impact at a very large scale and hence i am willing to step out of my comfort zone it was no different when i drove from chicago to bay area try to start a company without having any clue about what it takes to build a company or when i moved back from us to india in 2007 again i had never worked in india before that it has been 10 years i was away from india but that was again taking huge step coming out of my comfort zone so one needs to learn you know how can you create those opportunities for yourself if you do something very different you are going to be extremely uncomfortable you will not know what's going on you may almost think you're making a fool of yourself but pretty much anyone who embarks on a large impact journey learns to deal with it you know you have to be willing to step out from the sheltered cocoon where you feel protected safe you know what you are doing another key aspect of any impact journey is this area this idea of compounding the way compounding works is you know you can think of a simple number that uh, let's say you know something that grows 2x every year so after one year you have 2x of the quantity after two years you have four times the quantity eight times after three year and so on after 10 years you have 1000 times the quantity as impressive that is if you continue with that that for another 10 years of doubling we'll get to million in 20 years and a billion in 30 years that's the power of compounding there is a ancient chess story in india where the inventor of the chess went to the king in his domain and presented the game of chess the king was very impressed with the ingenuity of the game and he asked him what can i do to reward you uh the creator asked that i just want one grain of rice for first square in the chess box and two grain of rice for the second and four for the third and so on and the king thought what a modest ask you know we will be able to probably few hundred grams of rice grains will do but as people started calculating by the time they get to 35th square they ran, ran out of all the rice grains in the country and that's the power of compounding so when you stay with something for a long period of time keep learning keep getting incrementally better things start to compound and that's why all impact journeys seem very lopsided you know nothing happens you know for first 5 or 10 years and when then results start to come you know it's like a gusher you know just keeps happening and suddenly you know you are wondering you know how is it that you are able to create that impact at large scale so understanding how compounding works and creating that uh, space in your life is very important and it also works the same in investing you know the biggest idea in investing ever is to somehow ensure 8 to 10% return over 20 30 year period and when you do the math in the calculator you will realize that the numbers can become astronomical last area is this whole idea of building mastery through deep understanding now mastery you know like everything else i'm talking about you know takes long period of time mastery requires you to understand the domain at many layers of depth once you learn something you are able to learn something else on top of that uh once you learn that you can learn something else you start to see all these hidden patterns one of my all time favorite story of achieving mastery over the long run is that of japanese sushi chef jiro jiro is a 97 year old sushi chef 
he practices in a small restaurant in a Japanese subway. The restaurant is now a three Michelin star restaurant. There is a six month queue for you to be able to book one of the four small tables that the restaurant has. Jiro still shows up every single day. He works on his on the craft of sushi making. He makes only 20 pieces of sushi very painstakingly every single day. And he's still trying to achieve perfection. There's a documentary on Jiro's life on Netflix where he talks about he thinks he can still improve on the art of sushi making. He's been doing it over the last seven decades, but he believes that he still has some room to improve. He can still make his art little better. And he shows up every single day. He tries to make those tiny incremental improvement. And as a result, he is now world famous. People wait for months to be able to get a table in his restaurant so they can have once in a lifetime experience of tasting sushi made by Jiro. So I hope that gives you enough of a context of what we are trying to do with this podcast. There's so many things to talk about the idea of exponential impact. I really believe in this. I think it's a fascinating topic to study, to talk about and to also have interesting conversations. And that is what we'll focus in this podcast. Every episode, we'll pick a topic. We are going to use a format of either a conversation with a guest. We'll invite people from all walks of life who have created incredible impact or people who have thought about impact in a lot of depth. We'll try to understand what we can learn from their journey, what are the tools we can perhaps incorporate in our own lifestyles or what lessons we can imbibe in how we approach an impact journey. We'll also do some episodes where we'll talk about a topic in a lot of detail. For example, things such as habits or productivity are very, very important in shaping an impact journey. There's a lot to talk about each topics. So for those, we'll have in-depth discussion about everything that I know about that topic. We'll make sure everything we cover in this podcast is deeply researched. There's a whole team that's helping me put this thing together. We go through dozens of books research papers, conversation with the experts, and we distill it down to easy to understand science and easy to implement tools. We'll have this conversation over a long period of time. It's going to be a long journey. I am very excited about this. I'm going to set a big, hairy, audacious goal for this podcast. If I do one episode every week, that'll mean 50 episodes in a year, 500 over 10 years, and 1000 over 20 years. So that's the ambition to do 1,000 episodes focused on the idea of impact over the next 20 years. We'll go through all the feedback, incorporate this into how we choose topics, how we evolve the format, the kind of conversation we have with our guests, the kind of people we invite to be in this podcast. So please make sure you share your feedback liberally. I'll commit to make sure between me and my team, we'll go through all the comments in a lot of detail and make sure we take all the inputs very seriously. I'm super excited about starting this conversation with large number of people. We'll learn along the way and have a lot of fun in the process. Mm-hmm.